Cinnamon Russ like things, episode 42. Shall we start? Do you want to start? Hi, Ross. Hey, Sam. Woo! It's been exactly a fortnight. One exact fortnight. <laughs> exactly. 14 days, 14 human solar days. How do you even record a podcast anymore? I don't even know. I don't I don't even know. I had to ask Ross what the name of the program we record the show <laughs> on was. And he got it in one. Podcast.app. Podcast.app. <laughs> no, that's not it. Whew, it's episode 42. Yeah, 42. or of your Sam and Ross Like Things show. I'm Sam. And I'm Ross. I was drinking Miller High Life just then. And uh, apologize for not being on the... On I'm the, not going to apologize. Why not? I don't know. Okay. We don't apologize. No hedging. No hedging. <laughs> Very well. No hedging. But it is good to be back. It is good to be back. This is the show where we talk about things that we like with no hedging. Yep. Those are the only rule. There's only ever been one rule. There's only been the one One rule. Uh, So that was the part of the show where we talk about how how the show structure is. We call that top of the show. Top of the show. If we're done with the top of the show, let us us move into follow up. Follow up. So for a long time, we have said that you can send physical mailing postcards to the show. To the show at, at Sam's P.O. Box, which is? P.O. Box 25914, Richmond, Virginia, 23260-5914. Yeah, that's right. And you can do that. And so we got a postcard from my good friends, Justin and Abby. Yay! Um, am I allowed to read this on the air? I think so. Okay. I'm going to... Ju- if, if it were someone we didn't know, we'd ask first. Okay. All right. So I think Justin would be cool with it. Yeah. Let me describe the postcard is orange and it says greetings from Chicago on the front. And then it says, wish you were here. Bump, bump, bump. What is that? What is that? Oh, is that from the hit musical Chicago? It is. Cool. Cool. All right. Here's what it says. It says, hi, Sam. (laughs) Sounds like the top of the show. Hi, Sam. Hi, Ross. (laughs) (laughs) We just got a free postcard and thought we would send it, send you mail. We love Sam and Ross like things. Hope you get to 50 soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, any day now. That's good. We're so close. Love, friends of the show, Justin and Abby. Oh. That's a a good card. So everyone should do that. That filled me with a lot of joy. It fills me with joy too. Um, So you can rewind like 30 seconds and listen to where the address is again and just send us a postcard. It'll be in the the show notes. Oh, yeah, it'll be in the show notes. So And where where can you find those show notes, Sam? Uh, I'll put the script on you, didn't I? com at the top. Right at the top. So if you want to send us a postcard, that would be amazing. Um, Any other follow-up? Because it's only been two weeks. Yeah, man. I think I went to the beach in in the time. Did I do that? Yeah, you did. The beach was great. That's a good piece of follow-up. I really liked the beach. Um, I <laughs> well, did. That abs- is your list. Yeah, I did absolutely nothing. I just sat around. It was great. All right. Cool. Well, it's good to be back. Um, I, have a, I have a big list of stuff other people like. It's time for Stuff Other People Like. Stop! Are you ready? Here we go. Candy Claire Kane. And this has an at sign in front of it, so I imagine this is a, a Twitter user handle. Or I think so, or somebody added the at sign to their name, mm. which would be confusing, but also <laughs> kind of neat. I enjoy that concept, actually. Anyway, this person says, I like wandering around foreign cities and the nice feeling you get when someone actually remembers your name. This is good feedback for me yeah. personally, because I'm really bad at remembering people's names, but I know it's the key to people's hearts. I have been actively trying because for many years i just like just so you know i'm bad with names so i'm probably going to not remember your name and just trying to get that out of the way awkwardly but that's kind of rude it's like a cop out i guess a a little about like i'm going to try hard to remember your name are you doing any specific strategies for that or just like so i'm part of this uh dad daughter camp out thing and i one time used facebook as a literal facebook oh yeah of course who is what is that i know this person's face and i know their daughter and what are their names yeah and then i learned their names and it's not a it's not a pressure anymore that's awesome i have yeah. i have this one um person and i can never remember their name i can remember their wife's name and so i i updated the contact in my phone for the wife with everybody's name their whole family including kids so nice. now at least i can like look it up real quick on my phone and hopefully, I'm hoping it'll build up. No one in the history of humanity has ever had this problem. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. Imogen likes Tasselhoff. I don't... Oh, wait. I know what that is. I That's was my daughter. Say, yeah. And she likes Tasselhoff Burfoot, the kinder. We are now on the third Dragonlance book. It fills me with joy, too, that you guys yeah. are reading that. 
Um, Lex likes Call of Duty Black Ops 3, which is a video game that sounds too advanced for me. Mm-hmm. Plants versus Zombies Garden Warfare, saying, um, lying down on the couch after a long week of evaporation and leg injuries. And then I think this is an editor's note, um, i.e. taking a break from outdoor adventure camps. And then making Jeb doors in Minecraft. I don't know what that is. I don't either, but I'm going to look it up. Okay. Uh, and then Chex Mix. Oh. Chex Mix is awesome. Yeah. Do you, are you a pumpernickel disc man? I love the pumpernickel disc. I love the pumpernickel disc. It's great because nobody likes the pumpernickel disc. I love it. Well, you and I love yeah, it. Yeah, we shouldn't share, but I always enjoy that. Would you buy a bag of just pumpernickel discs? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, Nico likes pancakes and syrup. Yeah. Luke likes music.ly. Hmm. I don't know what that is. It's musically. I think it's a link you can tap on. Yeah. Um, it's a Libyan music service. <laughs> That's the L-Y domain. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, vlogging and gaming. Hmm. Danny likes Asheville, North Carolina. Sarah likes Richmond's November Project. Free 50-minute cardio strength workout every Wednesday at 6 a.m. at the VMFA. Just show up. I've seen pictures of this. It looks cool. Yeah. They do it, I think, on top there, up above the waterfall thing, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, up at the, on the hill with the waterfall. You got it. Uh, Zach likes Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy audiobook, read by Douglas Adams himself. Whoa. Mo likes autumnal bike rides and lattes. I think that's a lattes. Lattes. Uh, lattes. Typos. Um, yeah, th- this time in Richmond, I think, is perfect for bike rides. Every single day is like a bike ride dream. My neighborhood has exploded with kids on bikes. Due to the time of the year, the temperature? Just the, all of like the, the kids are now of age. Oh, it just happened. It just happened. And then it's pressuring the other kids who. Cool. Weren't on bikes to be on bikes. And it's just kids on bikes going around. That's awesome. That's so cool. Andy likes the look on a student's face when they quote, get it. Mm -hmm. Christine likes cooking, baking new things. Jamie likes pork ribs. Pork ribs. I love pork ribs. Uh, Jason likes Thai red curry after a couple years of not having any Thai red curry. Okay. Cat likes LL bean bags. Cat with a C. Cat with a C. I'm not married to. We're a different cat. And I think this is LL bean bags, not like. LL bean bags. Right. Uh, not that. Yes. And Chacos. I'm wearing Chacos. I don't know what that is. It's a sandal. Oh, okay. It's a strappy sandal. Okay. Okay. I bought one pair and it lasted me like. A dozen years, and then they got smelly and gross. I'm like, you know, 12 years, I'll buy another (laughs) pair. Um, The follow-up to that is uh, they say, yep, I'm old. Oh, I guess I'm old, too. (laughs) Jenny likes allergy medicine and snow shack. I think we've mentioned Benadryl on the show in the past, Sleep of Kings. Benadryl. (laughs) I should have a whole episode on Benadryl. Have you... You've seen the warning that says, do not give them to children to make them sleep. It's on the back. I have. And I say to myself, I'm not a child. Yeah, you're I'll not a do child. Whatever you I want. Do whatever you want. Um, Sam and Ross like things is not a medical show. <laughs> yeah. Sam nor Ross have medical licenses and you should not take any of their advice. <laughs> About anything. Uh, <laughs> Matt likes The Uncanny Valley by Perturbator. And this is, this sounds like a Ross band, honestly. A band called Perturbator. Perturbator. Um, Valerie likes showing my... And then in parentheses, she says, our kid, because that is the Valerie to whom I'm married. Um, His own baby pictures and laughing with him about how fat he was. He was a very large baby when he was born. Dan likes, oh, wait, okay, hold on. This is some weather stuff. I'm going to say it wrong. So forgive me, weather people. Dan likes GOES 16, which is 30-second satellite imagery. And Dan says, it's simply an amazing thing. Is that weather, Dan? That's weather, Dan. And I think GOES 16 must be... I thought it was a beer at first. Me too. That's why I got. I, that's why I stumbled because I thought he was talking about sour beer. Yeah. Um, but no, he's talking about some sort of weather technology, which sounds great. But if it's thirty seconds, why is it half a sixteen? Dude, don't even. You, okay. I, you're gonna can of worms over okay. there. All right. Nate likes the smell of malt boiled bagel fresh out of the oven, which he should know because he's bagel. Is man. that Nate Bagel Man? Yeah, it's Nate. Doesn't Nate he have bagel a man. store opening? Yeah, it is. It is opening. Is, is soon. it open? It is not open. open. Uh, that's a good question. By the time, <laughs> who knows? Um, Kira likes my college Bessie, Anna Karina. Nope, Anna Carolina. Carolina Fontes being a boss babe and opening up her own fitness center. That's and awesome. A, and there's a link here. There's a link here. It is RioFitnessRVA.com. That was a free plug. We just we should get some like, kickbacks. 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 
Crystal Lake. I don't, I don't really want to go to a gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kick, we don't. Maybe the kickback suit would be like more high life or something. Yeah. Um, Crystal likes a picture of a cocktail. She posted, or Crystal posted a picture of a cocktail and said, didn't say anything. That was just the response to my asking, what do you like? It was this picture of a cocktail that looked delicious. Okay. Yeah. I think it was greenish. That's my word picture for you. <laughs> I, I, I see it. It makes me thirsty. Evil likes justice, foe, or fa, if you must. That was my that was my editorializing. What? How, how are you supposed to pronounce it? I think it's technically fa, but it's like a gyro situation. Yeah, totally. And so I just go listen, fo. I'm 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 comfortable with being saying fo. I am uncomfortable saying fa. I'm comfortable with how I will be understood. So there's a place near my work that sells a gyro, and if I say euro, they're like, "What?" Yeah. I was like, "I want a gyro," and they're like, "Okay." Yeah. See, success. But speak for success. But it is Eero. Sure. But sure. like, I just want to eat lunch. I hear That's you. my goal. Um, oh. And normally they have numbers at those places, <laughs> at, at pho places. Oh, right? they do. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite pho place is Foso One. And uh, I don't think I could call it Fusa. Have you been to Foso? I don't know. Oh, so good. Fluff Master has taken me around, but I don't know the places he took me to. Okay. Maybe we should have a show about it. Um, Continuing, Eva likes exhausted puppies and pawpaws. Do you know about pawpaws? Isn't that that toy? No. Hold on a second. Pawpaw toy. No. I was thinking of Monchichi. (laughs) (laughs) Pawpaws are America's largest indigenous fruit. Huh. And they grow right here. That is not related to pawpaws. (laughs) And they grow on the banks of the James River. I have some in my freezer. What do they taste like? They taste like a mix between... A jackfruit and a banana. What's a jackfruit taste like? Juicy fruit, the gum. Really? Yeah. Oh, jackfruit's what you can make fake pork out of. Yeah. Yep. I'll show them to you. Uh, they're really cool. It's I think it's past pawpaw season as we record this because they're they're like a, a pear in that they're ready for like four seconds out of the year. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but they are indigenous to the to Richmond and they're real large weird fruit. Um, and then finally, Sam's youngest daughter likes blankets and Harry Potter. Yeah. So are you reading Harry Potter with your youngest and Dragonlance with your oldest? Yes. Mm. How does that, in your mind, Dragonlance is still awesome though, right? <laughs> um, it is It is a good story for me to read to my 11-year-old. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. That was stuff people like, Sam. That was a great list. That was good. Um, last time we had a had a, had a joint episode. Yeah, we had a guest. Special we guest. had a guest. Special guest, Susan Housen, who was great. Yeah. Um, so I don't know who goes first. So you're first in the notes. So why okay. don't you go first? Is that okay? Yeah, that's great. Ross. Yeah. This Fortnite. Mm-hmm. You like Twitter. I do like Twitter. I really like Twitter, you guys. Um, now we're going to start out. We're going to yeah. allow a single hedge. A single one. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, it's important. Yeah, it is important. I und- I Yeah. And here is the hedge. The hedge is that I recognize that as a white dude with opinions on Twitter, my life on Twitter is wonderful and fantastic, but many folks with opinions on Twitter have terrible, awful lives. And I understand that not everyone's experience on Twitter is good or positive or even worth having. Uh, End of hedge. Yeah, but I think that makes it interesting to talk about why I really enjoy Twitter. Yeah, let's let's do it. Because I, I wanted to bring this up specifically because I've been struggling with Twitter recently. And like you say, it's an, it, uh, with part of your one and only hedge, the, the allowed hedge. You know, not everybody has to like your thing. Right. But tell me why you like it, why it brings you joy. Yeah, man. I think like Twitter's old now, right? Maybe. 2007? Yeah, I think so. So it's like 10 years old. And um, I think I know most of my human friends now through because of Twitter. That is absolutely true for me. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm sad because I can you can kind of see like the product arc of Twitter or whatever of like where it used to be and what it became, what it is now. And I'm not sure you would you would meet that same you wouldn't collect those real life human friends out of it if you just joined today. Yeah. Um, but that's part of the reason I like it, I think, is originally like that's probably why I know you. It that's is. why I know. I mean, it's, it's almost literally like every every person. Yeah, how I, know I how life. I knew you, I wanted to get in with the cool kids. So I started oh, at mentioning in respectful, you know, funny, funny ways <laughs> and maybe get a follow eventually. And then, you and know, then you look, the conversation and now we're friends. And now we're friends in real life. Yeah. Um, and I like that. 
and it, it does still happen. Like, um, for example, I was giving a transit presentation to a VCU class and I was, uh, I was like, does anyone here know about how the bus works for VCU? And this one guy in the class was like, oh, I know, blah, blah. I was like, has anyone here, uh, know about bike share? And that same guy was like, oh, I do. And I was like, man, this guy, me and this guy on the same page. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out like, I totally know that guy from Twitter. And he's like, yeah, I'm like happy to meet you. Like, it's great to put a face to a name. And so now like we know each other in real life in real life and it was easy to hang out uh or t- I, it, we're gonna hang out and get coffee but that's easier now because like we've had this uh, yeah ongoing I digital was, thing um, like, i don't have a huge follower count i think i have a normal person follower account but i uh, gave a talk at the library the other day and someone came up and said i follow you on twitter it's nice to meet you in real life i'm like oh that's great i'll follow you back yeah I, so i enjoy that part and i think it is still possible to do that to get it that is. out of it um it's different now for sure and I think people probably use it less now for that sort of stuff and more for receiving. It's like an RSS feed. Yeah. I was going to say receiving news, but it's also more than news. It's also like. It's weird because it's the front channel and the back channel now. Yeah. It, say more about that because I think I know what you mean, but I want to hear more. About so it used to be Twitter was sort of either this water cooler or this back channel where people would snark or just comment on what was going on in the quote-unquote real world right and you wouldn't always get context for the exact thing and that was also sometimes problems because people would be talking about a thing like what are y'all talking about right let me go to cnn.com and see (laughs) what's on the front page and now they've added sort of it's where people also go for there's no that that middle man isn't there anymore Mm. so people will also just retweet links to things and yeah. then comment on those links and they will often do just like a few word quote and then link a tweet which then links to an atlantic <laughs> article yeah so it is it's like a different space it's a different yeah. interesting space um there's a bunch of points i wanted to hit about why i liked it one though since we it has shift sort of to an rss feed is like i've done a intentional job at trying to be intentional i've done an intentional job about trying to be intentional mm-hmm. about um who i follow yeah uh and that include like i want to follow make sure i'm following women who tweet the kind of stuff you're talking about like the links to stories and provide some sort of commentary i want to make sure i'm following women and people of color that are doing that and it, it allows uh like windows into worlds that i don't have in my physical real life world yeah which I find super valuable. Like, honestly, it's really, really, really helpful to me to see what people are talking and what people are thinking about an issue that like normally I wouldn't come across that point of view in my day to day. I think it makes me more, I don't know, smarter is not the word, more informed. Sure. Do you uh, make an effort to include voices on the political spectrum that are far away from yours? Man, that's like such a tough question because like, yes, in as much as like, uh, far enough away where I still believe that they're in the bounds of sanity, right? Sure. I don't feel any need to follow anyone that just seems uh, like in a, in a, in not even in the same world, like we're not even in the same universe anymore. Like I don't, I don't follow any super right wing folks because like, I just don't want to. (laughs) That's allowed. Yeah. And that's one thing you, that the Twitter culture was nice about at the beginning where, and I guess it's still around where there wasn't this culture of necessarily like follow back. Um, where like if somebody didn't follow you, like no, no big deal. Yeah. Well, and, except for if it's your, like if it's your friend. No, I have a, and I've had this for a long time. I have a strict, got to be really intentional about who you follow. So yeah. I think I only follow, and it's a lot now. It's like more than it's ever been. I think I follow like 190 people and I go through that and I call it every once in a while, but like, I'm not trying to follow like 500, 600 folks and get a, I like to not necessarily complete reading like I'm not a Twitter completionist, but like pretty close because I want to like I follow people because I want to hear what they have to say. So if you're a person that I don't like what you're saying, uh, then I unfollow you. And then I think there like there's an interesting point. We don't have to talk about this forever, Sam, but (laughs) there's an interesting point where it's like, do you follow folks who disagree with you? I do like I think that I am smart enough to know when I am echo chambery and when I am like. Uh, when I'm not getting a diverse enough point of view, like that, that should be, I should be smart enough to know when that's happening, I think. And I don't know if like a lot of people like put that much thought into who they follow on Twitter, but I really do. I try to be intentional about it and really think about it. So I want to like follow a diverse set of people 
But I also don't want to open it up and be angry because everything in there is telling me that I'm wrong in my life. You mm-hmm. know? And it's a hard balance to strike for sure. Do you, this is might just be me. I find myself getting, there are sort of two things that make Twitter not always the best thing for me. One is it is very habit forming. Mm-hmm. And I find myself, if I've got Twitter on my phone, I will open it and not even realize I've opened it. <laughs> and then the other thing is it can make me really emotional very, very quickly. Um, does that either, does that stuff either not apply to you or just doesn't bother you? Or? Um, I th- it is very habit forming, I think. Yeah. But like, that's fine. I would I I would rather be reading Twitter than watching garbage TV. I think like okay. I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but uh, there are lots of ways for me to poorly spend my time. Oh yeah, and uh, that, that one it's going to happen regardless. Yeah, and that one I don't mind so much because maybe I'll learn something. Like I said, the list of people who are broadcasting to me is well is I spend time thinking about it, so it's hopefully not 100 percent garbage in there. Um, and also I I don't like I don't have the the like thing where you know the like, and I'm again. I'm not saying this is you, but like you know the the XKCD is XKC like something someone, is wrong in the internet. Yeah, someone is wrong on the internet. Like I don't have that, and that doesn't happen to me. So like I don't engage a lot. Uh, I have a rule in my mind that I will engage two times and then never again. So if something like I really feel like I need to engage on, I'll like reply, and then whatever the next thing is, I'll reply to that thing and then never anymore. That's a good rule. Uh, yeah. And so it ne- nothing ever like spirals out for me. Um, I've had people, I have had like people say mean things about me and it does make me upset. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't happen very often. This might not make it in the show, but I'm curious, like I've started questioning if people are bots or not. <laughs> um, and just how much uh, part of me is thinking as, as part of this, an attempt to drive me off of Twitter intentional, right? So... Mm. My voice isn't heard. And so I I don't think this will make it in the show, but I tweeted out what I thought was a pretty mindful nonpartisan statement around the 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 rally that just happened in town. And I basically was like, I hope nobody gets hurt. Yeah, that is a good sentiment. I don't know if you read that one. Did you read that one? I can't remember. Anyway, it got some traction. It got retweeted like fifty times. Well, and I got cool. some so I got some at replies. That were just like, I, there, the only way you could find hate in my statement is if you brought it yourself. Mm-hmm. And people went out of their way to bring it to me. Yeah, that and, sucks. And like you said, I let it go. I just didn't engage because what's the point? But that's what got me thinking. Someone, is it, are these bots trying to kick me off? And I was like, no, it's probably actually human. But just, Yeah, unfortunately, I think it's probably real humans. But just that idea of like, nothing I said... Oh, I'll read it to you. Um, and again, this probably won't go on the show, but it, whenever I say that, it ends up going in. I was going to say, if it does go on the show, you have to edit out you saying it's probably not going to go on the show a hundred times. <sighs> if I say that, it makes it too hard. <laughs> Here's what I said. I said, I hope no one gets hurt. I hope the voices of hate are drowned out. I hope those with power wield it responsibly and justly. Yeah, it sounds great. I agree. I also, I hope those things were true. Yeah. And people were like, mad about that man it's so interesting because i mean i have like kind of a lot of followers that sounds stupid to say out loud but like do you have a blue check mark i don't but i've never asked for a blue check mark um i have more followers than some people who have blue check marks if that means anything boom yeah in your face blue <laughs> check mark uh but like i haven't yet had that happen where and i feel like i'm pretty just myself on twitter like uh, I just say what I want to say. Um, and maybe that's, I don't know. I've, I've said much more incendiary things than that. And, yeah. uh, I haven't yet like tripped the like tripwire of social media. It's only a matter of time though. I feel like, right. Um, but you can't, I don't think like since this, this is that, that's like a larger discussion of social media sure, and internet stuff. Um, well, let's come back to, um, yeah. I have another thing that I really like about it. All right. Uh, let me ask a question yep. first, which is where do you hope uh, Twitter goes? What's going to keep you happy with it? So, yeah, this was actually what I was just going to say is one interesting thing that Twitter has been doing lately, which some people don't like. Uh, you know how it, it started to show you uh, likes of other people. So when, another, when a person you follow likes a tweet of someone, 
mm-hmm. it'll show that to you as if it were a retweet kind of okay like the line between retweets and likes have been blurred and a lot of people don't like this and find it annoying because it's like why do i need to know what everyone else likes but what it does that's really fascinating is it exposes a window into a whole a whole sphere of twitter that you are not a part of right uh for example um windows to twitter that i have now discovered gay twitter was really mm-hmm. fascinating weather twitter also fascinating uh transit nerd twitter which for me is especially fascinating you weren't in that already dude i'm not in that i'm trying to work my way into this is what i'm saying so like i feel privileged to have a window into gay twitter because it's not a place that i would normally like not say that i wouldn't normally be welcome there but like i feel it's it's not your place yeah and so like i don't need to participate but like i enjoy like being shown like what else is going on in the world that's cool with Transit Twitter, that's a place that I can participate in, but I didn't I don't know those folks and don't know how to get into there. So now I can what you were talking about earlier, like I can like heart Indianapolis transit guys tweets and like respond occasionally, oh, blah, 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 blah. Here's what's happening in Richmond. <laughs> and now he followed me back. And so we're like Yeah. Internet transit friends. Uh and so my Twitter timeline is slowly not merging, but like becoming more similar to the window I have into transit Twitter. Gotcha. Which is really exciting for me. Um so I enjoy like a lot of people didn't like that change, but I think I think it's fascinating. Like it's it's really interesting to me. A uh, friend of the show, Casey Liss, introduced me to the term the uh, Twitter white whale, which is uh, okay. Someone on Twitter that you hope eventually follows you. Oh yeah. Um, have you uh, captured any white whales, and do you have one right now? You don't have to say who they are, but is um, that a phenomenon? You just mentioned the the transit guy. Yeah. I mean, when the transit guy followed me, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Uh, yeah, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah, of course. Like, if Jared Walker Bus Genius followed me, I'd be like, gasp. Um, <laughs> or Tay Diggs. Or Tay Diggs follows everybody. But yeah, I can definitely, I can't remember specific folks, but I do remember being like, Valerie, Valerie, you will never guess who followed me today. And I can't remember who that was about, but it, yeah, that certainly has happened before. It was your mom. My mom is on Twitter, and she'll be like, "I saw you said this on Twitter, Tim," which is always awesome. <sighs> That's about about Twitter. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. I think I covered all my bases. Do you think you'd be using Twitter today if you didn't have that background of having literally met all your friends on it? I don't know. Uh, like, it, does it does it need that sort of history of what the place once was? It's I'm not saying that that doesn't yeah. make it valuable because it definitely does. I'm trying to think like. As we move away from chronological timelines and things to like algorithm driven things, mm-hmm. which isn't the best, but like, I'm trying to think like you, I don't think you could do that on Facebook as it, like, if you were just a new human and you came to the internet and were like, okay, I'm joining the services. Like, can I meet people in the internet in real life and all that stuff? I, I think Instagram, like maybe you could, you could get that out of Instagram kind of, um, and Twitter, like if you were joined new today, I think you could still get that out of like I just that that story about the transit guy. Like yeah, yeah. I think I could meet that guy in real life now. Um not like right now. We'd have to we'd have to hire You'd each be other at a tweet. transit conference and go, Hey, we follow each other on Twitter, yes. let's meet at a bar. Yeah, that's not weird. Yeah, totally. And so I think you can still do that. Yes. Yeah. It's certainly harder uh and easier that like my platform on Twitter is a little larger because it's been there forever. Yeah. Um so I don't know. That's a good question. And and like will JR be into Twitter. My students that I teach at VCU are not. They join because I make them join for work. And that's <laughs> like it. And they follow me. <laughs> you know? What are they on? Snapchat. Snapchat, Instagram. They roll their eyes and say they're on Facebook and that's and and LinkedIn because their professors make them to get jobs. But that's it. I think a lot of it is like just one to one and group chats. Yeah. I, I as I do Twitter less, I'm not, not playing on my phone. I'm just texting with people or on a Slack channel or something. Right. Yep. Yeah. So it's interesting. It is a thing I like though. Awesome. Thanks, Ross. Yeah, man. All right, Sam. Yes, Ross. Your thing to like this week. Let me let me look how you phrase it, because I know how I want to phrase it in my mind, but I don't want to mess it up. Your thing is Velocity Comics. Velocity Comics. How did I? How would I phrase it differently? Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna say your local comic book store. All oh, right, but this is specifically Velocity Comics because yeah. I want this store in particular. So Velocity Comics is a store. Um, 
Sorry. <laughs> Gas. My what? phone was <laughs> made a noise. What? How, how could listen, this be? Listen, listen. It's always on vibrate. I swear. <laughs> and it just must have the switch must have flipped when I pulled how it could this be? <laughs> out of my pocket. I'm sorry, Sam. So Velocity Comics is a store, a comic book store in Richmond, uh, downtown uh, near VCU. Yeah. It's on Broad Street. And it is a great local comic book store. Uh, it is uh, it is a place where I go. I don't go every week anymore, but I go probably once every two to three weeks. And I go and I pick up the comics I've asked for. And I have a good conversation with the proprietor, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, he's nice to my kids. We go around and sometimes we buy more stuff and that makes everybody happy. And we come home and we read it and it's great. So is this your, you would consider it your local comic book store? Oh, yeah. I have a box there. Whoa, a pull box? A pull box. Um, and Velocity is great because they'll let you have one title in your pull box. They just want you to come in and buy stuff. Man, I remember that garbage. Sorry to rant. On when show. you were a kid and you had to have five. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, five? So I picked ones that were only released like once once a year. Oh, that was smart. I yeah. got like Punisher twenty ninety nine <laughs> in that box. Yeah. <sighs> But uh, yeah, so they're nice about that. They just want people to come in because they love comics. And it is, I'll just start out with the store. It is uh, a super inclusive store. So uh, they are welcoming of women. Mm -hmm. They are welcoming of non-binary people. They are welcoming of people of color. They've got um, material that isn't just straight white male material. And they aren't ever um, condescending. In the way that Simpsons comic book guy right. stereotypically might be. And many real comic book guys. And many guys. real <laughs> comic book guys. So you come in and ask them, you know, hey, do you have any recommendations? And they are going to give you great recommendations. Mm. They're also great with the kids material. So I will come in and and they've got the kids section, which is great. But I'll also say I'll pick up something that looks like something for my kid. And I'll say, Patrick, what's in this? And he's like, eh, maybe wait a couple of years. Or, oh, yeah, that's that's good. Whoa. So he, like encyclopedic knowledge of. No, he just, part of the reason I believe he owns the stores is because he gets to read everything. So <laughs> that's awesome. High on his own supply. So right. <laughs> so that's great. Um, and you build this relationship. So one of my other like primes is, is being a regular. Yeah. And so I'm definitely a regular at the store and I know the proprietor's name and he knows my tastes to some extent. And uh, one thing that, can happen is if something's really good he'll put it in my box whoa because he knows my taste right that's like when you go to the bar and they like pour your drink for you right and but, this, put it on but the thing. that's not just like them knowing my drink that's knowing like sam likes ipas so here's this new ipa that's in his style we're gonna pour that for him that's awesome out. and they've got a pretty good policy of if they put something in your box and you don't like it you can bring it back mm. right so there's not that risk right like if they if they pull something for you and you don't like it they'll take it back if you commit to buying something they'll of course you know you should buy that but i feel like that probably never happens oh yeah that does never happen um let me my story was i was reading all digital yeah comics on my ipad spending probably way too much money and i was like there's a comic book store turns out marvel has digital coupons digital codes so when you buy the print comic which is the same price as the digital comic you get the print comic and the digital comic yeah and if you go to velocity they will also give you a discount if you put something in your box and you're like wait a second wait a second so i can get comics print and digital for cheaper do you, than just the digital do you sorry i don't want to so i went yet. in and i made it's like oh yeah just write down your titles you like and i went in with this guy who i only knew he was an acquaintance uh, who walked with me from 804 RVA and I spent a long time writing my list. I felt, I feel really bad that he had to wait around. He's like, here you go. Here's my list of like 20 titles. <laughs> and uh, that's how it started. And I've had, I've scaled back. So your pull box was 20 titles at the beginning. Whoa. Yes. Awesome. Now it is not. Yeah. So let me, let me, I have a bunch of questions, please. Um, so you, you, do you still do the digital and paper? Mm -hmm. thing so you, are you when you read for pleasure when you're like it's comic book time here i go are you reading the paper ones or the digital ones the, the, i'll read the floppies these okay. days um uh it is it's uh they're bigger because i don't have the giant ipad mm -hmm. and that's mostly it. they're bigger and sometimes i like being screenless yeah more focused i guess um yeah. 
it's more seemed- focused, just more like I am not going to have, I guess more focus is the right word. It's like, how many steps away am I from mini Metro? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's in my mind. I don't know if you do this, but I, I think I would enjoy the digital slash plus the digital plus analog lifestyle because I could give that whole stack of analog copies to my son and be like, that's, that's pretty much what happens. Okay, cool. The original plan was I get all the digitals and I send them to my nephews, but my oldest daughter Imogen has taken them all. Oh, that's awesome. Um, which is awesome, but also they take up a lot of room (laughs) and it, I know I've got them digitally. You got some long boxes or whatever. Yeah, and I make I make her with her allowance buy a new long box if she wants. They're like, we're gonna send these to your cousins, or, or you have to go buy another <laughs> long box. It pain, even though I have the digital copy, it pains me to see how she treats <laughs> the paper copies of these comics. Uh-huh. They'll be like ripped and like they're in a stack and like they're bending and. Like, Do you make her get like boards and bags and stuff? No, because I don't care, but I. <laughs> I do. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I don't care, right. but I do right. care. Do, I does don't. she know that boards and bags are a thing? Yeah, I've got some old comics that um, that came from when my mom said, here, take this stuff out of my house. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that are bagged and boarded. And there are a few that um, I... Should we explain what that high. means? Oh, you can put comic books in plastic bags with a cardboard back on them so they yeah. don't get ruined. Yeah. And usually you put them in this long box that is called a... You can put them in long boxes without the sleeves, though. That sounds... (laughs) Gasp. That's what most of mine are in right now. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, um, so there are some of those older ones that I keep high. Right. Um, And I also have spent... So uh, spent on you sort of the other way of the digital side, where if I find something I really, really like, I'll buy like the most expensive, fancy version of it. So I've got these giant folio hellboy volumes i think they're called the library editions do you get those from velocity as well oh yeah any any book that they can get from their distributor you can get through them oh cool so is that process like you're like man this hellboy was so good uh and then you like yeah, find I think with this- that one i was like man i really like hellboy i want to have a nice version did they sell one it's like yeah here it is it'll be here next week whoa that's cool yeah, that's what it. That's that's how stores work, Ross. <laughs> I'm not familiar with these stores. Yeah, you go in and you tell them what do you want. And they say, "Oh yeah, we can get that for you," and then that's there, and you give them money, and then you get it, and it's yours. Jk, we went, I'm familiar with this particular store, and I I have sent Jr. to the kids, not the kids. It's not a kids section. It's a how would you describe it? All ages section. Yeah, an all ages section. Thank you, and it's great. It's a great all ages section, and he it like I was excited because we were like going there after lunch or something. And my plan was like, let's just buy one comic and then we'll go. And he spent like forever in all age. Pick one comic. And I was like, this is in my mind. I was like, I want to go. But in my mind, I was like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> um, and I think I've, I've wrote, a, I wrote about it for Richmond family magazine that we sometimes make this a bus excursion. Yeah. So the girls and I will get on the bus and take it right to velocity and, and go in and buy our comics and then catch the bus coming back the other way just in time. That's cool. Um, to hit it. And I'll put that link in the in the show notes. And it'll be super adjacent to a BRT stop whenever yeah, it'll the be BRT super opens. close. Um, do they have... And it's a, close to the bike, a bike share. It is close to all those things. You can multimodal your way to velocity in many ways, many mm-hmm. multimodals. Um, is there a bunch of stuff in there? This is a question for the audience, but I know the answer already. Is there a bunch of non-comic stuff? You know how a lot of like comic stuff is like figurines It's, it's and mostly stuff? comics. Mm-hmm. There are toys and stuff and in fact uh last trip i bought my daughter a toy <laughs> so, uh, spontaneously so she was really into supergirl and the show the, the comic the show mostly mm-hmm. through the show when we've got a couple of the comics uh, i went up to patrick and say hey is there is any of the supergirl stuff like the tv show because my kid's really into it. he's like boom here you go trade paperback well awesome yeah so um and in the Supergirl comics, they've got some, you know, the ads for the toys. And back in like January or February, she's like, there's a Supergirl toy. I won't want that. She took a picture of it. It's the picture on her iPod Touch. She put a shared family reminder back in January because <laughs> she's like, I want to buy this toy. And I looked it up on Amazon. I was like, it's not released until September. It's like, she put a shared family reminder in the iCloud family shared <laughs> reminder that says, buy Emmy this toy in September. 
then we were at velocity and patrick's and we're about to leave and she's like i don't see any super girl toys um and she asked patrick do you have any super girl toys he's like yes i do and we walked over back it just did come out and she saw i was like oh you have to buy this for me you can't say no and and you could not say no i couldn't say no that's awesome whatever you're a good dad get out of town that sounds amazing and then i offered to buy my other daughter something too because I'm was she there as well she was there Oh, yeah. See, look, that story continues to show how good of a dad you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. So, they do have other stuff, and yeah. they do have, uh, like, little tchotchke-type things that are there. Like, I've got my Rick and Morty little uh, figurines yeah. that are on my desk at work there. But there's a ton of books there. Yeah, it's mostly comic yeah. books, but not just flop floppies. Floppies are the single issues that come out, but they've got trade paperbacks and hardcovers, too. Right. Um, and so, and they've got no problem with uh, trade waiting, as it's called. So for like, we read Saga, yeah, and we don't buy the individual issues. We just wait for the trade paperbacks. Oh, is that is that um? Do some comic book stores not like that because you're spending less frequently in the store less? Uh, is there like is, a whole thing? There are. I don't know if it hurts the comic book stores, but it doesn't help. So the way that a comic book makes money is the stores order copies of the single issues oh so you're not signaling that you enjoy this comic because right. you're, you're not buying it at and every it single might month. not even get to trade oh okay unless the stores order a lot of the single issues and prove that it's a viable thing that everyone yeah. just wants to throw in the trash anyway because they'd rather read it on their ipad Whatever, Sam. I know, right? <laughs> um, it's a complex I, industry. I will say that you mentioned earlier what I like reading better. Uh, I know you and I both enjoy reading Squirrel Girl. Yeah. And Squirrel Girl really benefits from the larger page to read Ryan North's captions. At the I'll tell you what, dude. We don't even read the captions at the bottom most what? times because they're what? so small. What? We don't, I know. What? I know. What? I just showed them to JR. Like, maybe, there's, there's like maybe a, a whole extra story. I know. They're good. I know. I know. There's a, one of the most recent issues. It's like, Squirrel Girl goes to the bathroom. It's like, and it explains in the captions what she does when she goes to the bathroom. And she re- <laughs> with her res- tail, with her tail, and she rescues. She rescues. No, not like how she goes to the bathroom. That's what I was saying. I don't know. The tail what seems happens, like it get in the way. Not what happens when she goes to the bathroom, <laughs> but like what adventure happened to her while she was in the bathroom. Now these other two characters are on panel. I listen. I understand that it's great. You but do you read? You don't read the. Going back to your like at the beginning of the Squirrel Girl. They always do the recap. I'll read that every time, yeah. Do you read that? I read it every every single time. Squirrel Girl in a nutshell. Get out of town. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. Tell me, I don't don't know. I don't know if I have any other questions other than tell me what's in your pool box right now. I don't even know. I have to look it up. Just tell me some of the, you can probably. (laughs) I mostly get in paper stuff with female protagonists because I know it's going to my daughters. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl, uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Oh, I don't read that. Is that good? It is good. It's about Luna Lovegood, who is a, I think, eleven-year-old uh, young girl of color who's the smartest person in the Marvel universe. Who is oh. also friends with a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay. Do you read like any of the? Um, uh, let's see, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, like Thor. Mm-hmm. Thor. No, um, that got uh, that used to be about woman Thor, but then it shifted back to being about man Thor. What about uh, the new Iron Man? No, no, no. There's a lot of the Marvel stuff. I just wait for Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. So I do do that too. Uh, Green Lantern for me. That's my um, that's my Dorito comic. Like, uh-huh. uh, I get all of the Atomic Robos, of course. Yep. Of course. What else? Oh, My Little Ponies. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic and My Little Pony, whatever. They just changed one of the titles, like Legends of Magic. Oh. I haven't read those in a while. We're really, um, new season My Little Pony just came out on Netflix. Yeah, the comics are good, though. Wait, are you implying that the show is not good? You said though. Oh, I didn't mean to imply the show is not good. If you enjoy the show, you'll enjoy the comics. Okay, I, I just had this conversation with another parent who has a daughter who's like four. Yeah. And she was like, the one show we won't let them watch is My Little Pony. I'm like, what? And I was what? like, it's, what? why? And I was like, it's so good. And she was like, I know, haha, but like, but are you serious? I was, I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, little, no. It's really incredible. I heard a rumor that Applejack is not in the latest season. Um, You know, that I hadn't noticed, but like Valerie was just remarking about it that's, the other day. That's where I heard. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's been, a, not to get into My Little Pony no, chat no. here, but there has been a shift in the new season to some other stuff. To the little ponies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pre-Cutie Mark ponies? Well, they, I don't want to. Spoiler? Uh, yeah, well, I don't want to get spoiled too much. 
But they've been, can I just do real quick, just real quick, my little funny stuff, is they've been adding, (laughs) like, uh, classes. If you imagine it as an RPG, there's, like, the... the, Who's your DPS pony? There's your regular ponies, there's your unicorns, and there's your pegasuses, right? Alicorns. Is that the pegasus and the unicorn, right? Uh And so now there's um, Shapeshifter, which is, like, a scary-looking thing. And then there's... um, crap there's another one they've added another like class of pony uh and which i enjoy the broadening of the universe sure sorry i got really into that no, no. <laughs> um and make sure you stay away from equestria girls oh we, th- yeah, yeah i'm not a big not a big fan like, at all you, they turned the my little pony universe into he- weird humans they go through like a stargate and then they become humans yeah. and it's alt reality and i accidentally bought a equestria girls comic and it was creepy yeah sometimes jr wants to watch that movie and we're like no let's just watch more show so get my little ponies and yeah. part of what's happened is some of the titles i got stopped being titles and then i don't have to buy them anymore <laughs> so spider woman went away dude that's a that was so horror. good that's that's that is an incredible comic it book. was an incredible comic and gotham academy we were reading for a while mm-hmm. but i basically look for and then i'll and i'll buy you know the i'll buy the kids stuff or your young adult stuff that comes out for my daughters to read so I'm, I'm mostly, I enjoy reading them. Um, oh, Jean Grey. We also get Jean Grey. Oh, okay. I mostly get the floppies as a shared hobby with my kids. What is the um, the youngest one? Does she, does she like ask for recommendations or does she, does she spend time in the store too? Um, she doesn't ask for recommendations yet, but she will point out things that she might want. I'll say add it to your want list. Right. Um, and helped us. We did a recent sort of culling of our list and we're like, which ones do we want? Which one do we want to do on Marvel Unlimited only? And she she got to chime in and she's like, My Little Pony and Ms. Marvel. Good choices. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Do you have any other things to add about? It's a great, great store. Go check it out. We'll put the. Do you the know the URL on. to say out loud? I don't know the URL. Me neither. I bet it's um, Velocity Comics. Yeah, Velocity Google, Comics Google or something. <laughs> But uh, go to the go to the go to the store. Check it out. It is a chill place to be. Like nobody, like you can come in and browse, and nobody will bother you. Yeah, and I yes, yep. I've done that many times and bought nothing and just wanted to be in the comic book store, and it was very awesome and nice. But you should buy things. Oh, if you see something that that uh, tickles your fancy, if you're looking for a place to start, just ask Patrick. He's not scary, and say I'm. I heard on Sam and Ross like things that <laughs> comics are fun. Yeah, this episode was not sponsored by Velocity Comics or by Twitter. Though we'd certainly take... Uh, I'd take a sponsorship from either, honestly. Yeah, I'd, I'd take some free Twitters. <laughs> All right, Sam. Ooh, that was wow. good, man. That's a lot. That was a lot. You know what time it is. It's time for Quick Hits. Quick Hits. There are two quick hits in the show note. This is a private show note that y'all don't have access to. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Uh... I'm going to go first. I'm going to actually change mine. Oh. Last minute audible sports reference. You can talk about that with all your sports friends. So I have been binge listening to a podcast. Thanks to friend of the show, Matt Fisher. And it's called The Adventure Zone. It is uh, the McElroy brothers and their dad. They have another podcast called My Brother, My Brother and Me. Oh, okay. I hadn't made that connection yet. And they play D&D. And it started with their dad, with their dad. (laughs) And uh, the youngest brother is the DM. And it starts out just as a one-off episode that they aired for their, my brother and brother, me and and me podcast when one of them went on paternity leave and it just kept going. And I am, as we speak, half an hour left in the roughly 80 hours of show. There's this amazing storytelling epic and you start feeling for these characters (laughs) and I've literally cried. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I have, the story is so good, Ross. This in-game story? Yes. What? So (laughs) is it, is it one set of, they play their same characters? They're playing one campaign. Just one campaign. Over 69 episodes. Whoa. And it comes to and it and each and there are arc and it's one arc and there are different chapters. Who's writing the campaign? Uh, Griffin McElroy. Is he the youngest? He's the youngest. He's the DM. Wrote this campaign. Wow, this arching campaign. And the first one was Here Be Gerblins, and then there's um, I forget the order of all of them, but each one is like this little sort of mini campaign within the larger campaign, and it is brilliant. So 
Did, is it funny? Is it yes. serious? Yes. I've never. I've only heard of my brother, and my brother. But I haven't ever listened. Like, what's the I hadn't tenor? heard about heard them until Matt Fisher made me listen to this podcast, and now I'm I'm into all their stuff. What is the tenor and the the, ten, uh, the three tuba? brothers and their dad jokey around, but okay. also it gets serious. Okay, this is the best selling of this. This is a way better than when you you texted me. Uh, text day. you every yeah. day. Say, have you listened <laughs> yeah. to Adventures on? Yeah. Now I'm really interested. And. Even just from like a writing standpoint, I'm fascinated of how to make that work. Yeah, you need to listen to this. And it turns out like they're all kind of also dealing with the fact that their mom died. Whoa. Not, uh, when the littlest brother was like 16. Well, kinda, all right, all right, all right, Sam. I'm sold. I'll do it. All right. Dive right in. So It'll start, take me a year, but. Yeah, start in on episode. I don't. I think you can do episode 1.5. Or you can do episode one. You got time. Yeah, I got time. All right, I'll do it. Of Here Be Gerblins. And it starts out real silly, but it gets serious, but it's still silly. Like, they undercut the serious moments with humor. But Just like regular people. Yeah. This might be a like... Oh, it's, anyway. Adventure Zone. Adventure Check Zone. Out. All right, Sam. I also have a, a quick, quick hit. Is I got new baskets I for my them. bike. They're right here. They're like old lady metal. No offense to old ladies. They're old person metal baskets that like... Metal. <laughs> I wish they were that metal. It's like the most opposite from metal <laughs> as they can be. They're like wire baskets that go on the back of your bike. They fold up when you don't need them and they expand out and they're about the size of a grocery bag. So you can put a grocery bag in each on the left and the right. And these things are amazing. And I got them because I was tired of, I had like removable bags on the back yeah. of my bike. And when I got into the city for meetings on my bike, I'd have to awkwardly carry around this bag situation. Right. And now I just put my regular bag into the basket. Oh, that's so much better. And so when I get there, I just have my regular bag and I'm like a that's normal so much person. Better. I want that. It's great. And like, I felt a little awkward and dorky with them and they're like, you go over a bump and it's like rattle, rattle, rattle. But do you, do you have little bungee cords? Um, no, but I, but you could do that. Like if you were overflowing with stuff, but they've hold tons. And I was headed home from Saison market, which is my favorite place to hang out and drink coffee. You had a six pack. And I had a six pack in there and my bag in there. And I was riding next to this guy who was like cool looking and he like, we stopped at a stoplight and he sped off and then he turned around and went, nice baskets. I was like, yeah, 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 they they are. (laughs) So they're awesome. I'm having a good time. That's a good quick hit. That was episode 42. We did it. There we did it. All it takes is doing it. All it takes is doing it. All All right, man. Well, uh, where do we find the show notes again? Yeah, show notes are at salmonrosslightthings.com right at the top. At the top. And then... On Sam, Twitter, which you like, yeah. where are you? At Ross Catro, R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. And you can still find me on Twitter at, at Mr. Beefy. At, yeah. at Mr. Beefy. What? At, oh, yeah. At Mr. Okay, Beefy. I got you. I'm with you. I get your jokes. Okay. Uh, anything else? No, let's uh, see him in a fortnight. Yeah, in exactly 14 exactly days 14 from today. Exactly 14 days from today. <laughs> Bye, Ross. Bye. Bye.